Welcome back to part four of the amazing story of Yudbe's Tamas. Shortly after being brought to prison, the Friedrich Rebbe was sitting down at the table across from the questionnaire, ready to interrogate him. The questionnaire had many questions to ask the Friedrich Rebbe, like, Who are you? Where do you live? What do you do? What's your hashkafa, your point of view, the way you look at the world? And who are your friends, your colleagues? The Friyadik Rebbe was adamant and he refused to answer most of the questions. He said, Those that brought me here know exactly who I am, so there's no need for me to identify myself. But if they won't share that intelligence with you, fine, I'll give you the basic information about myself. Then, the Friedrich Rebbe wrote on the paper his name and his address. And regarding what he does for a living, he said, I learn Torah and I do mitzvahs. And regarding my ideology, the way I look at the world, I don't have, I'm not into politics and I don't belong to any group. Then, the Friedrich Rebbe made a blank line through all the questions which he didn't answer because he didn't want that someone else should put in a false answer, making as if it was the Friedrich Rebbe that wrote the answer. So through making a line that would make sure that no one could fill in the blank. He signed his name and then he was given a number because prisoners don't have names, they have numbers. And his number was 26818. Then the questionnaire brought the Friedrich Rebbe to the officer that was in charge of putting the prisoners in their cells and then he left. The Friedrich Rebbe demanded from the officer, Give me my tefillin, I need them. The officer was so taken aback and amazed by how strongly the Rebbe wanted his tefillin, because usually prisoners don't demand things. They may ask nicely, and usually the answer is no. But the way he demanded it led the officer to say, Fine, I'll bring your bag for you. The Friedrich Rebbe was led through a maze of long hallways, which was done to a lot of prisoners in order to make them feel like a prisoner. They weren't brought straight to their cell. They had to go all around on a long walk without realizing where they're going, and this way they feel broken down and like a prisoner. When the Friedrich Rebbe realized that the guard wouldn't allow him to put on his tefillin, he quietly took out his tefillin shell yad, and as he was following the soldier, the officer, he started putting on his tefillin shalyad. And they were walking towards a metal staircase. The guard walked quickly. And he was able to sense that the Friedrich Rebbe was falling behind, walking really slowly. So he turned around and he saw the Rebbe was about to put on his tefillin shalreish. The officer, being angry and was furious with that, pushed the Rebbe in front of him. This caused the Friedrich Rebbe to fall down the entire flight of steps. Ay ay ay. Slowly and painfully, the Rebbe got up. With difficulty, he followed the guard into a small office. As the guard was looking through his belongings, the Rebbe continued to put on his tefillin shell reich, and said the Shema. He was halfway through Shemayna Esrei when the guard looked up 
and saw the Rebbe was chuckling. He grabbed his tefillin and yanked it really hard. The Rebbe allowed him to remove the tefillin from his head because he was scared that if he would, if he would try to fight back, it could be the straps of the tefillin would tear. The Rebbe pointed out that according to the law, he's allowed to ask for a special request. So he decided to send some letters to the chief prosecutor, to the head guard of the prison, as well as to the agent that arrested him, Nachmanson. At six in the morning, the Rebbe was taken to his prison cell. It was exactly five hours and 15 minutes since they first entered his house. Exactly five hours of threats and pain. The cell that he was assigned to was on the sixth floor, room number 160. That room was small enough to hold only one prisoner, and yet he was the fourth room, fourth prisoner in that room. When the other three prisoners saw the Frida Karebe, they squeezed together even more to make more space for the Frida Karebe out of respect and honor. Then the Frida Karebe turned to the guards and he demanded that he get his tefillin back, and he also requested that a doctor should look at his wound. One of the officers replied, A doctor? You have to wait till next week on Monday. And your tefillin? You're never going to get them back. The Rebbe said, If that's the case, then right now these prisoners will be my witness. I'm right now declaring that I'm going on strike. I'm going to go on a hunger and I'm not going to eat any food or drink anything until I get my tefillin. Then he got up and started davening without his talisman tefillin and sung a beautiful Herzige Nigen. The prisoners listened closely to the way the Rebbe was davening and singing a Nigen, and when he finished, he gave over a Dvartaira to them. All of a sudden, their eyes, which were dark from the fear of death, all of a sudden became bright with the words of Taira. It was 10 o'clock at Thursday night, 48 hours after the Friedrich Rebbe was arrested, and he was starving himself with not eating or drinking, that a guard came into his cell. He took the Friedrich Rebbe and brought him to be interrogated properly. As soon as the Rebbe walked into the office of interrogation, he said calmly, This is the first time I walked into a room and no one stood up for me. One of the officers were irritated. Don't you realize where you are? The Rebbe said, Of course, I'm in a place which is putter from having a mezuzah, just like a bathroom or a stable. This is a tummy place. The chief interrogator was so surprised and didn't know what to answer that he decided to ignore it and go straight to listing off all the criminal activities that the Friedrich Rebbe was involved in. You are opening up Chedarim. You're collecting money for other countries. And you're writing letters back and forth to traitors and people of other governments which don't get along with Russia, our enemies. The Rebbe answered back to all of the accusations. Opening up Chedarim? That's not illegal. Karlinko, 
who is the chief prosecutor and the highest ranking prosecutor of all of Russia, he himself said that someone is allowed to teach his own children. So who should I listen to? You or him, the great man? Regarding collecting money from other countries, that's a good thing for the state of Russia because I'm helping the economy by bringing more money into the country. And regarding the last thing, that I am corresponding and writing letters with people in other countries, that's not illegal. There's no problem with that. Now, once again, the Rebbe asked, please give me back my tefillin. From here we see that although the Friedrich Rebbe was a prisoner in the worst prison, and he was treated with a lot of pain, being treated really harshly, and with a lot of humiliation, nevertheless, the thing that was on the top of the Friedrich Rebbe's mind is how could I serve the Eibishter? I'm going to do whatever it takes and nothing is going to stand in my way. After many hours of questioning, when the interrogation was coming to a close and the Friedrich Rebbe kept asking for his fill-in, Lulov, the other officer that went to arrest the Friedrich Rebbe, he barked in anger. You want your tefillin, but you'll, you'll be shot in the next 24 hours. Why do you care to have your tefillin? The Rebbe replied, don't worry, Hashem will help. The next day, on Friday afternoon, an officer did bring to the Rebbe his precious tefillin and svarim. That was the end of the first battle in prison that the Friedrich Rebbe fought and he came out to be the one who won the battle. He received his tefillin. Now, the hunger strike was over. So the Rebbe requested, I'd like food that's made by my family, and I want it to be brought to me. A short while later, the guard brought a basket of food to the Rebbe. The chal that was in it was intact, it was whole. No one broke the challah open to see if there was anything hidden inside. When the personal guard of the Friedrich Rebbe saw that the main guard, the general in charge of the entire prison, improved his attitude towards the Friedrich Rebbe by trusting him and not opening up the challah and suspecting him, so the personal guard took that, took that as a sign that he should treat the Friedrich Rebbe with more respect.